It's the Hoffman Show, final hour here on the Team 980. Of course, you're home not just for the most commanders talk in D.C., but Wizards basketball as well. Dave Johnson will join us from Cleveland coming up in about 12 minutes. We spend the next 10, though, with our buddy Mitch Tischler, uh, of course, Beltway football podcast. Mitchell, Happy New Year, sir. How are you? Happy New Year to you, too. I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, I'm doing well, Mitch. We finally have made it. Uh, I mean, I don't want to speak too soon, but I, th- I think we're we're basically in the clear. There is clear runway ahead. The end of the season is finally coming. I mean, thank goodness. It's been uh, a good good four or five weeks where I've uh, been struggling to uh, try and talk real football and, and have meaningful conversations that matter. But, uh, yeah, we're about, uh, what would you say, five, six days away from uh, sweeping changes, and uh, finally we can start talking about, you know, what the future might look like. For sure. Although it's still at this point is so hypothetical. I mean, I was ready to just scream in the first hour. We got we're, we've now reached like the point where people are calling in with like these super hot QB takes because they've watched two games worth of highlights. And I'm just like, this cannot be my life for the next four months. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you, like, is there anything that at this point on January 3rd, whether it's organizational structure, the way they need to go at quarterback, that at least high level, you feel very strongly and definitively about? Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since this franchise built out a football operation the way that most NFL franchises do. And that starts with hiring your top football person, whether that's a GM or a VP of player personnel or whatever wording you want to use for that top person and kind of building on down from that. And I say that because obviously there are a ton of names that we can talk about for head coach. There's a ton of names you can talk about for GM, but I want the organization and the Harris group to decide who is going to be their top football person and let that football person start building out where we go from there. And that might mean we have a little bit of time between the first hi- between the firing, the first hiring, and then ultimately when you go out and get an actual head coach of the football team. And that's okay. This can be a process that doesn't have to be fed through. It can be deliberate. I'm sure they've done a ton of work all season on folks that they're interested in. But I want this thing to be built out as you see other professional NFL franchises built out, and that's from the top on down and not – mixing and matching and forcing a GM with a head coach that might not necessarily gel or an OC with a head coach that, you know, aren't on the same page. And so uh, as we get to kind of the end of the season, you know, there's going to be a lot of clamoring and there's going to be a lot of talk of names that folks have heard or read about. I I want this, I want this to be very deliberate and very, uh, and, 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 and in a succession. You and I are on the exact same page. Organizational structure is the thing that I feel most strongly about, um, I do worry, worry is too strong, but like, I do wonder the timeline element of this, like, you know, obviously the deeper you go into the coaching cycle, the deeper you go into the executive cycle, more people get hired, uh, and become not uh, available to you as options. So how critical is it in your mind to at least get that top person in quickly so you can get on people's radars and be like, Hey, we're interested in you. And, you know, do you have like strong feelings on whether that's an executive or president of football operations, an executive VP, or just like, do you just go hire the GM? You know, um, I, I think based on the way that we've seen kind of other Harris owned teams be built out over the years, they're probably going to go with some president of football operations and then kind of work your way down. And that's okay. Um, 
I agree with you. You know, obviously, the longer the all the rest of the hirings take, you know, the more coaches that you know may get may get uh, may get hired out from under you. But at the end of the day, based on where this team is and where it needs to get to, it's so much more important to get that organizational chart correct than it is to land the the hottest head coach candidate. If the season ends and the Lions lose in the first round and the Panthers offer $20 million a year, okay. You know, obviously we all would have liked, you know, uh, uh, Ben Johnson to be the, the, the head coach. But, you know, if, if he ends up not being the guy, he ends up not being the guy. And so to me, yeah, I would, I would like to start getting those guys in early. But if you start looking at, you know, some of these teams that are going to make deep runs in the playoffs and you're not able to pull a GM out of there who you might want to be either your GM or your president of football operations or whatever role it is, uh, I'm okay with being patient here. And, you know, I'd like to get the best head coach possible, but more so I want to get the, uh, I want to get the, the top of the order right first and then work my way down. Mitch Tischler, Beltway Football Podcast with us here on the Hoffman Show. Ready for the unpopular question, Mitch? Well, are you going to hit me with a draft question right away? No, no. I, we have four months to do draft. I'm, I'm good on that. Here's my, here's oh. my unpopular question. Is there anybody that you think should stay? Like organizationally, whether it's business side, someone who you think has done a good job, someone in, you know, scouts, front office type, the strength staff, if you're on the EB, should get more uh, of a shot side. Like, is there anybody that you're like, hey, I know everyone just wants to clean a house, but I think this person actually it would be worth keeping. Or are you on full, like almost clean house for the sake of cleaning house? So I got to be honest with you. I, I, I've 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 done this a couple of different times, and and maybe it's maybe it's a cop out or whatever. I, I do think there needs to be a massive overhaul. Um, I also think it's incredibly distasteful to uh, to to be uh, you know posturing about who we think is going to get fired and who's not going to get fired and who deserves to stay and and who doesn't deserve to stay per se. I, I do believe that. 98% of the names that folks know in the organization will probably be, uh, will probably be uh, moved on from. And uh, I, I do think that when you get into some of the area scouts and some of the, the deeper dive there, some folks who I feel like have done a pretty decent job but maybe haven't had their voice listened to as much as they should, maybe some of those folks uh, are, are in the group that stays. But, you know, I, I hate going back to it, but ultimately – Whoever that top football person is, is the one I want making the decisions, not, you know, kind of this uh, court of public opinion. And, you know, you said it at the beginning of the, of, the, of the hour, you know, people watch Michael Penick play one football game and all of a sudden he should be the number one overall pick. You know, people are going to read one article about, ex- about this, this employee and think he or she is either the best or the worst without, you know, having a, a real grasp of what the, uh, the overall uh, work uh, that's been done there. So, so to me, to, to start, you know, kind of guessing who's going to stay, who's going to go, is 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 kind of not really a lane that I really want to want to go down. Honestly, that's a great answer though, because I think you tell people something as someone who's out there every day, someone who's been around this organization and knows a lot of people, something that they might not realize, which is like, oh, these draft picks for Rivera or the Rivera era have been terrible, and it's like, yeah, well, sometimes they're scouts that had different thoughts and different opinions, and. 
I think that that's important to realize that like some level of continuity is always important. Not everyone who is involved in all these decisions actually necessarily agree with him. That is the nature of a large organization. And it's why I asked it specifically in terms of like, if there's anybody that you were like, I really like that person's work. Um, and obviously I think there's some people that we probably both could highlight that nobody has either heard of or cared about, but I did intentionally ask it that way in terms of staying versus like, Hey, who are you most excited to see fired? Because at the end of the day, these are human beings. And, and I think that's important to remember, even if we're all ready for the changes to happen, it's because we know they're coming and the purgatory sucks, not because we're looking forward to, to people losing their jobs. Right. And as frustrating as this season and the past four years and heck, the past three decades have been, uh, you know, folks shouldn't be celebrating, you know, other folks, other folks getting fired. But, you know, it's kind of kind of besides the point. I think that, you know, when it comes down to it, uh, you know, the, the the Harris group doesn't have a ton of football first knowledge. So kind of everything that they're going to be doing is going to be, you know, kind of a first uh, for them within the ranks of the NFL. So, you know, as much as we talk about kind of the hot young guns and, you know, some of these names that folks are excited about, I think you also have to understand that there needs to be some, you know, kind of organizational and, and national football league kind of, kind of history and, and folks that know kind of how, how everything works and the ins and outs of it. So, you know, as much as, as much as, you know, some of these, you know, young head coaches are going to be, you know, super exciting to, to talk about, you do need somebody, you do need some of that kind of, you know, organizational knowledge and, and kind of the way that the NFL works. So uh, I do think there's going to be a nice mix of kind of, you know, veterans, old heads, guys who have been there, done that, men and women who have been there and done that. And then obviously as you work your way down, there'll be some, you know, some young fresh minds that that should be a, and I, I think that's kind of a, a great way to start building an organization with a lot of different ideas from a lot of different places um, and, and, and building, building off of that. No doubt about it. Uh, and obviously for more on all of that from Mitch's perspective as well as J.P. Finley's, you can check out the Beltway Football Podcast wherever you get your pods. Uh, Mitchell, thank you for your time as always. I will see you, uh, I guess, at FedEx on Sunday and then uh, for whatever whatever happens on Monday. Yep, we're going to have a long uh, 24 hours there between uh, the Sunday afternoon game and, and locker cleanout, and then whatever happens on uh, on Monday afternoon. Yes, it is going to be, but uh, we'll all do it together. So that's that's fun. Uh, thanks, Mitch. See you, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you, bud. All right, that is Mitch Tischler with us here on the Hoffman Show. Dave Johnson joins us on a Wizards game day from Cleveland next.